Hello and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, currently standing on a stump of wood within a campground forest, but not your typical campground forest. Um, this is just one of those spots-only thick trees, no big RVs, and it's on the outskirts of Whistler, known as Calcheck. And I'm currently booking kayaks for an adventure I'm guiding up in a few weeks. And I wanted to let you know all about kayaks because I do know everything about them. Whoop, just jumped off the stump. Apologies there. I do know everything about them. And there's such a vast array of kayaks. There's small ones. There's recreational boats. There's kayaks for even children. And there's kayaks for touring. There's kayaks for speed. And there's kayaks for whitewater kayaking. And they're all a little bit different and kind of like skis, but even more different. <laughs> you, you, you have quite the difference between the kayaks and what they can actually do. So let's kick it off a little bit with the children. A lot of people don't realize, but kids are really good paddlers. And if you teach them that hand-eye coordination of paddling early on, it stays with them forever. I've got my three-year-old even paddling in her own kayak. And the company that makes them is called Pelican, Pelican Kayaks. And uh, it's called the Solo Kayak. And it's a small, about six feet long kayak, um, sit on top, plastic roto-molded. And so this makes it such that if a, the kid was to fall off, they could easily climb back on. Um, they're very, very stable and obviously quite visible being in the bright colors of yellow and so. So that is the kayak that Mikio and Catalina paddle. And uh, it even comes with a little flag and a seat that makes the kayak all the more uh, visible to paddlers uh, or to boats or to vessels and whatnot. Uh, also has an easy spot where you can tie something in case you want to tow uh, your kids around by pulling them in your kayak. I do that sometimes. Um, next up, let's jump into the recreational kayak. The recreational kayak is the boat that you basically take out on a daily uh, one-day adventure or one day of paddling. You're going out for a spin around the lake. You're not toting any gear. You might take a dry bag with a sweater or some snacks, but pretty much that's all you've got in your boat. And these recreational boats, um, which the one I recommend the most, of course, is Pelican. They, they have very, very comfortable seats. They're ample and wide. Um, they're also rotomoted plastic. These ones have an actual cockpit, some of them. Some of them are sit-on-tops, of course. But these boats are very, very sturdy and very, very comfortable to sit in. Now, you won't be flying at the speed of uh, what you would be in, in a boat that's got a long line in the water and very narrow, but they do do the job perfectly for a day out on the water. And those are basically your recreational kayaks. They're about um, 12 to, th to 14 feet long in general. Some of them are actually even just 10 feet. Um, moving on and along uh, into expedition kayaks. And that's one of my very lovely domains because this is my favorite type of boat. Uh, a proper expedition sea kayak for me is about 17 feet long, 17 and a half feet, 17 feet long, 16 to 17 feet long. Um, it's narrow. It's usually got a skeg. I prefer skeg than uh, rudder. Uh, that's the, basically the, the skeg that comes down in your boat when you want uh, to track a good line. And, um, and then you've got uh, cockpits where you could, your cockpit where you sit, and it's got a, a great area that you can cover with your skirt, and that's the neoprene uh, fabric that makes sure that the water doesn't come in your boat. And most importantly, you've got payload. And this is where 
Uh, you've got compartments in the front and in the back, two in the back, one in the front, where you stuff all your gear, tents, sleeping bags, mattresses, um, food, wine bottles. Great spot to put the wine bottle is at the very, very back of the boat. Um, and here you'll find uh, a, a superb, right bef- behind where the skeg goes, there's two spots for a bottle of wine there. Just my trick on sea kayaking. Um, but you could fit a lot of stuff in an expedition sea kayak. Um, I'll often... Uh, be toting a good 200 pounds in gear just because I like to bring lamb and wine and cheese uh, and lots of cameras. I'll often put uh, Pelican hard cases on my decks, even with extra camera gear. I've got tripods and whatnot. And in the sea kayaking world, basically, the more you are in a boat, uh, the more paddlers you are out together, the less uh, gear each person has to take because only one person has to bring the stove, only one person has to bring the gas canisters, only another one person brings the cooking utensils. And so all that extra ska- space really ending for things like food, which is really, really cool. Um, that's why it's better to go with friends, you know, like everything in life. Um, happiness is best when shared. Um, and there you go. So that's the sea kayak. Now you've got tandem sea kayaks and that's one of the things I've been uh, looking to get around here. I don't actually have my own. I have about 13 other vessels, but no, no tandem sea kayaks. And the one that I would like to get is one where it's an expedition where the boat has a massive payload. And the great thing with tandems is if you're taking people on an adventure that are not accustomed to being paddlers, this is a great way to introduce them into paddling, but for them to be very, very sturdy uh, and stable in the water as well. So, uh, so that's one of my uh, tips for uh, people learning to paddle that want to go on an expedition. If you are just getting into it, take out a tandem boat. Uh, the stability of having two humans in it plus gear uh, makes it so that it's very, very stable. If you're going out on the ocean in a single boat uh, and you're not accustomed to waves or wind or weather or paddling for that matter, then uh, then you could quickly tip, tip, and we don't want you to do that uh, as well. So that's the tandem expedition boats. Um, then you've got uh, sit-on-top kayaks, and sit-on-tops hit a completely different domain of paddling. Uh, in general, you'll be ocean-bound or small lakes, and the idea behind them is that they're playthings that you can jump off of, jump on, um, or you're doing an activity from the sit-on-top. And fishermen love sit-on-top kayaks because you basically have a a deck in front of you um, where you can do your things and do your fishing and nothing blocks you from accessing your legs and your pockets and things like that. Uh, And Pelican also makes a lot of uh, great, great fishing kayaks. Uh, I was also going to mention, sorry, the tandem kayaks and the single expedition kayaks uh, I have from Wilderness Systems. So really excited to take those boats out a fair bit this year. And then, um, yeah, so the tandem kayaks, you get a, uh, you get fantastic payload. Uh, they're long and um, they've got plenty of storage space. But your fishing kayaks um, are different in that you want things accessible while you're fishing. So all of the space is made for that. You've got... Uh, usually a spot that will hold your fishing rod as well. And all of this is great when it comes to, uh, to catching uh, your fish, right? Because you have accessibility. And it's become one of, people don't realize this, but actually fishing kayaks has become one of the, the number one domains of kayaks in the world. So, uh, so if you're getting into the kayak business, make a fishing kayak. Um, there's a few other ones. Oh, yeah. So the sit-on-tops are also good for, 
for uh, if you're in ocean conditions because if the boat was to tip or you were to fall out, then no water gets in. It's got holes so that the water drains itself and you can easily flip them when you're in the water and, and whatnot. Um, going back into the more extreme, if you want to get into whitewater kayaking, that's a whole different boat. It's short, it's stumpy, it's, uh, it's, your legs are really properly pinned in at, a, at, a, at an angle so that you can roll and maneuver your boat uh, very well. And it's uh, and these ones are obviously made for rivers uh, because you won't get any distance with these flat bottom boats um, in a in a river. Uh, I mean, in a, on a lake, you you just be like kind of like a sitting duck. So uh, so that's a whitewater kayak for you. I've, we've we actually uh, well, Shreen and I had been on a uh, discovery uh, series where we were both whitewater kayaking, and that was pretty neat. Um, and then I've done a, a little bit of whitewater kayaking in my heyday. But I uh, would be interested in getting back into it. And uh, I think that's the slew of kayaks uh, for you um, and the different types of kayaks. I'm an avid, avid paddler. It's uh, most definitely one of my favorite activities simply because I love it so much for uh, expeditions and adventures uh, in particular. So I, I highly, highly uh, recommend you get into that if you have the opportunity. Uh, to do so because it allows you to access places that are otherwise inaccessible. And that, to me, is the greatest thing about a kayak. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Roberto for The Expeditioners. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram, The Expeditioners, or on uh, Facebook, The Expeditioners. And uh, we'll see you next time.